Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Medium Ship Matters with me, Helen McIntyre. How are you doing? Another week of learning and understanding, and I'd like to say inspiration, and I know it is inspiration, but inspiration sometimes feels a bit uh, gentler (laughs) than uh, being pummeled with spiritual truths from the spirit world and wailing into the abyss. If you're there, you're not alone. Uh, Inspiration sounds like a petal falling from a blossom tree slowly making its way down to earth and I find generally speaking that my spiritual unfoldment feels a bit more like being in a mosh pit at a Slipknot concert but hey ho it's all good and it's all getting me where I need to be and I have no doubt that my pummeling feels like a pummeling because I want to learn quickly and I want to get it right and I like to develop at speed so it's not going to be soft it's these are the breaks these are the choices so today I wanted to talk about 
storytelling, stories, because I think it's such an important part of good mediumship for me, is the story. If you are one of those people that is much more scientific than I am with your mediumship, to be fair, you probably don't listen to this podcast because I'm imagining that you turned off many moons ago. But for me, mediumship is when it's glorious, when it's magical, when it's moving, when you're in an audience and the message isn't for you, but you are still moved by the experience of that communication, that is great mediumship. Um, And that is the mediumship that inspired me with how I wanted to be. Now, there's no right or wrong, as we know, with mediumship. And if you're not that kind of person, that's okay. But for me, it is about that presence, that emotion, that individual stepping forward. Now, it may seem like a strange side, but it isn't in my head. So this week, I've been watching with my daughter The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. Second time I've seen it, and I'm definitely seeing more of it this time because I'm not watching it through holes in my fingers Um, as they're clutched to my face or from behind a cushion, I'm managing to watch a bit more. She is totally unmoved by it all. This next generation that are coming up are steely. Man, they are, yeah, they're unflappable, whereas I'm nearly ejecting from the sofa still, even though I've already seen it once. But I'm not going to give you any spoilers. But if you love a story, I think for me personally, that's one of the greatest stories that I've ever had the opportunity to be here, to see, to be a part of. And one of the things that I talk to my husband about quite a lot, because he's not into horror um, and things like that, like I am, but they, for me, have the best stories. The horror stories have the best stories. They have the, yeah, the fantastical, but actually the truth, the stories of the light fighting the darkness, the stories of what it is like to be a multifaceted being uh, within them, even if you don't believe in the ghosts and the ghoulies and the demons and that stuff, just in the endurance of the human spirit and the fight between light and dark, which of course, as we all know, is the fight within yourself of self-acceptance and nothing to do with anything sent from the spirit world. We know that by now, right? And I've also um, been reading Stephen King, my favourite author. Can you see a theme here with what I like? Has just released a new book, or maybe not just, but I just saw it on Amazon. And so I've been reading um, Fairy Tales by Stephen King, which is also about stories. And in the way that the universe very cleverly, kind of blindingly, amazingly works, it got me thinking about stories. And then I was talking to lovely Nicole, who's one of my mentorship students yesterday, about exactly this, about what makes a good medium, what makes mediumship amazing. And I think it is an interest in people's stories. It's an interest in telling the tale of their life, whether their life was crazy and fantastical 
or kind of ordinary and simple, but still amazing. You have to want to know people's stories and you have to want to share them. I would say I'm kind of unusual. There's often times when I'm mixing with people in the big wide world and I can spend days with people and not share any information about myself because I'm so busy asking them about themselves, about their journey, about how they got to be who they are. And I can barely make small talk anymore. I can barely do the, are you going on your holidays? How much money have you got in your bank account kind of dialogue? Because what I want to know is who are you? What is the essence of you? What made you you? How did you get to this point? And how are you aiming for your story to continue? What's next for you? And it's the same with mediumship. I'm asking the spirit world, what made your life? What are the bits that you have taken with you to the other side as wins? What are the bits that you are taking as regrets? What was your most amazing moment? And when I look at this sitter on a screen in front of me, what is it about them and your relationship with them that you want them to remember? And most of the time it is in the ordinary, it is in the everyday, but isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing, these little bits of stories that we take with us? And for me, that's what makes great mediumship, is that willingness to go into a space with somebody and find out who they are. Not just ask them a list of questions. And isn't that what makes mediumship natural? If you're not just coming at it with your list of questions and the things that you want answering, but if you're allowing yourself to be conversational with the spirit world and you're allowing yourself to say, hey, who are you? What did you do? What did you mean to this person? How did it all end for you? Tell me about your life. I can't remember if I've told you this, but... I recently found out I had a load of documentation that belonged to my grandmother that I didn't know that I had. And it's been amazing to have the opportunity to go through all of these documents and look at a glimpse into her life and her parents' lives. And I found her memoirs till she was 15 written in it and what an amazing gift to leave behind. I'm so lucky to have that stuff because I don't think in society now we listen to people's stories very often. And so my poor parents, this is now my mission, are, have agreed to be, for want of a better expression, interviewed by me so that I can hear their stories, hear how they became who they became, hear their highs, hear their lows, learn about the essence of them. Because I think when you do this work and you hear some of the things that come through from the spirit world, 
it's kind of shocking sometimes to realise that you may not know these things with the people that you love because we don't take the time to hear people's stories anymore. One of my students, Nicole, again yesterday, I was talking to her about evidence and interpreting evidence because one of the things that I have done with my children and my husband that has really opened my mind up to the different perceptions of people's stories and I highly recommend you do it with your loved ones even though it's a bit macabre is to write down, everybody writes down, five things that they would say are the essence of the person. So in our family, we started with my daughter and all of us had to write down five things, memories or associations, things that we think are her and that we would associate with her completely clearly. And what was interesting about that activity is we all had different aspects. We all had different ideas of what makes Elodie, Elodie. And even she has a different idea of what makes her, her, compared to what I thought made her, her, and what her father thinks made her, her, and what her brother thinks made her, her. And when you're looking at evidence and telling that story of the person in the spirit world, there has to be an element there from the spirit world with that intelligence of them channeling the parts of the aspects of their story that are relevant to the sitter. There's no point with my grandmother coming in until recently of her telling things about her childhood that I perhaps didn't know until I realised I had that documentation. Isn't that interesting? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just me sitting here with the musings of my mind. But I think it's just fascinating. What makes us us? What has told our story? If, God forbid, you were to exit the physical plane tomorrow, unexpectedly, what do you think people would say about you at your eulogy? And what would you you want said about you at your eulogy and where is that middle ground what is your story and i know this is a well-used metaphor but of course never forgetting that your story isn't finished tomorrow it hasn't been fully written and so what do you need to change about it how are you as the hero or heroine of this piece going to make it have a different ending if that's what you require? What's next? So there we go, a little talk on stories because I just find it fascinating and I think that stories are a really great way as well for spirit to open you up to bits of evidence and bits of information that they want you to understand. So quite often I will watch the TV or read something in a book or listen to a podcast and that very thing, whether it's somebody dying in a specific way or an interaction in a relationship or all sorts of random things will come up the following week from the spirit world. 
again, showing that collaboration there where they're sending you all the time this guidance and this information. Why don't you look watch this today? Because they know that that will help open your valve to that particular piece of evidence. And it doesn't have to be spiritual stuff, as you know. I watch a lot of very trashy TV, guys, but it's still about just opening you up, understanding that there's so much more to play here than we think there is. So I'm still working through listener questions um, and I wanted to go now to uh, Avril's email, which says, Hi, Hannah, I came across your podcast a couple of weeks ago and I'm loving catching up listening to all your podcasts. You're so easy to understand and relate to. So I've been part of a spiritual development circle since the beginning of this year and I'm also a Reiki practitioner. I've heard about spirit guides and tried to connect so many times through meditation, Reiki, just being present, but I just cannot seem to connect to my guides. I'm just wondering if you have any advice. Many thanks, Avril. Now, spirit guides. The interesting thing about spirit guides, I think, is that we are communicating with them, I believe, all the time. And recently I've been talking to spirit because I want to redo my spirit guides podcast, which I think was my second or third episode of Mediumship Matters. I just feel a real urge at the moment to go back and redo some of them because my learning has shifted so rapidly, um, so quickly. And one of the things I've been thinking about is we think of them as individual entities, but of course we know that they're part of the oneness. They, they appear to us as an individual entity because that's how we like to receive because of our human conditioning but we also accept and understand that they're part of the one and of course your own soul is part of the one so is there any separation between spirit guides and self and feeling into that and the reason I'm talking about that Avril is not so that you don't sleep tonight because you have an existential existential crisis and um, just move into the universe and you just fall in upon your own brain. I mean, I think this is part of the problem with spirit guides is that they don't feel any different because they are you and you are them. And so in the purest form of spirit guide connection, there is no separation because you are being guided, I believe, by your own soul. Just different aspects of it that present as individuals. I know, it's a lot. So therefore, because you're communicating with an aspect of what is essentially already with you, it doesn't feel that different. And there's the rub, because if it doesn't feel that different, how do you know you are? Well, isn't that a sucky thing? <laughs> and this is part of the problem. So I wouldn't try to meditate. And I certainly wouldn't be trying to connect to spirit guides when I'm using Reiki. Because for me, I know I'm anally retentive. I know this. But for me, healing is a different frequency to spirit guide frequency communication. So if you're working on healing, you should be just doing the healing and that is the surrender. If you're working in communication, then that's the frequency that you should be in. So if you're setting your intention to communicate with spirit guides, I wouldn't suggest meditation 
all the time because sometimes that can make you a bit slow and steady and sleepy. Now it depends what you want from it because if you're slow and steady and sleepy and people who are on my mailing list get my free spirit guide connection uh, meditation every month and they'll be going hang on a minute. Now I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that guys I think that's a great way to receive until you get to where Avril is at which is I just can't seem to do it and I feel like I need something bigger. And this is the problem. So yeah, it's harder to feel them, um, I think. I think when the spirit world take on the appearance, for want of a better expression, of the individual soul for an evidential communication, they feel more different because you've got your personality, they've got their personality. And if you ask them to do that, your spirit guides will do that for you too. It depends how you want to work with them. I work with them as individuals, for the beginning part of my journey and then uh, moved into a more collective energy as I got more comfortable and felt safer and gave myself permission which is always part of the problem. So here's the thing Avril, if you send out that thought in your head now, spirit guides are you with me, they will reply with yes because they are, they are with all of us all the time and they will reply in your own voice, in your own head And you will say, well, Hannah, I could have made. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. That up. That was my own voice in my own head. And I know that they're there. And then you can ask them for a random word. I always like to tell people, because it's true, that the first word I ever said in trance when you're blended really deeply with spirit and they talk through your mouth was sausages, which always feels like a fundamentally uninspiring word, but it was the only thing they could get through my energy and my resistance, so I'll take it. (laughs) Winning at life, as always. So ask them for a word. What word comes into your head? And it's probably going to be completely random. Now, at the beginning, It is going to be more spirit and less you. And that's okay. The point is you're opening up to it. And the more you open up to it, the more that you will perceive, receive, understand. The more that you perceive, receive, understand, the stronger that connection grows. The problem is when you're there, almost like a scientist wanting to get a microscope on it, going, what was that? Was that spirit? Was it it not? So for me, it's always about having a casual um, relationship with your spirit guides, understanding that they are bloody marvellous. And the whole fact that we're even communicating with these energies, really, if you sit and think about it, is mind boggling. But within that, 
just checking in. Hey, how are you guys today? What do I need to do? Now, you may have heard me say this before, but one of the things I do recommend, if you can be bothered, and full disclosure, I've never done it, but I've seen it work with my students, so there you go. I know I've missed opportunities here, is writing down or recording in some way the messages that you receive from spirit guides. So just moving into that space where you say, what do I need to know today? And you get an answer and you think, well, that could be my brain and it could well be, but just doing it anyway. And as you move into that um, and start recording it, you will find that when you look back on things, there are bits you don't remember writing. There are bits that you that came true when they say, don't worry about this because it will be solved or just really committing to this private recording of what they say will really help you to see that it's evidential. When you see that it's evidential and it does work the way that they say it's going to, you will understand that you are communicating with a force greater than your humanness. But that's the tough thing about it. So keep it light, allow yourself to feel like you're fraudulent, making it up, too hopeful, all of that stuff. Feel that and do it anyway. And keep just practicing. And the more you do it, the stronger that connection becomes, the more ease there is in that connection. And have fun with them. I may have told you guys this, but uh, years and years ago when I had my cooking business and I was still opening up to spirit and I didn't really understand it. We were peeling vegetables in my kitchen, a friend of mine and me, and we were listening to, basically we used to like to sing along to whatever was was playing. We made our own playlist of music and Bohemian Rhapsody was playing. And this man in spirit walked in through my back door and I didn't see him with my physical eyes, but I could see him in my head. And he joined in singing and he had an amazing voice and he sang. And then he went, thanks for that, ladies, and walked back out the back door. And I remember just being blown away. Lorraine, did you hear that? Lorraine, Lorraine, did you feel anything? And her going, no, what? And me going, well, this just happened. And she was going, shut up. And I was going, oh, my God. And then I went to my circle and I said, guys, this thing happened to me and I don't know if it really happened. And they all went, it did. And I went, what? Why would the spirit world come in and sing and leave again? Well, why not? Why wouldn't they? They want to have fun with you. They want to play with you. Not everything is a prophecy. And it can be a real problem with people when they are expecting it to be a prophecy-like energy, that they move in into this space where that's all they will receive from spirit. Why do so many people's guides sound very much like they... They're Shakespeare. They're part of a Shakespeare play. Thouest, the darkest deed of this time and moving from this. It just, when my spirit guides talk to me, they talk to me in my language because they're actually not speaking because they don't have a voice box. They're communicating through energy, which my brain is interpreting into language. So my advice, Avril, is to try and trust, to play and not take it so seriously. And then to ask them for some, this is why they give us physical signs, because physical signs make us feel like something is happening and they understand those limitations within us to need them. So you can ask them to 
bring you a sign. You can ask for a specific sign if you want. I need a feather, I need a bluebird, I need a piece of pasta shaped like a seashell. Whatever it is that you need, you can ask them for and they will show you that they're there until a point, until a point where you need to be trusting. And as people that have listened to this podcast for years will know, uh, one of the greatest signs I ever got was when I was lying on a beach with my eyes shut. And they said to me, as clear as a bell in my head, if you open your eyes now and look in the sky, you'll see an angel. And me looking up in the sky and seeing this perfectly It's on my website, um, hannahmedium.co.uk, under the podcast section. I put the picture on there for you guys to be able to see it. I mean, it's not just if you squint your eyes, you could see an angel. It is a perfectly formed angel. And it just blew my mind because I wasn't looking at the clouds. It was just there. But equally, the more that I've worked with spirit, the more I've unfolded, the less those things happen because I now trust that they're there. I don't need those big physical signs and nor should I. So work into that. Don't be afraid to ask them for car parking spaces. When I first started developing, I read a book by Sonia Choquette, Ask Your Guides, and that was about setting them to work. And I know that sometimes I've heard people have resistance to this. Who are you to be asking spirit to help you find a parking space? But I think spirit will help you with things because of the vibration of it. So if they're trying to get you into a higher vibration, what they will do is try to make your life as easy as possible so you're not weighed down by worries and concerns. And so if finding parking spaces is going to make that easier for you, then ask for parking spaces and they will do it. Also, they don't get tired like humans do. They've got infinite power. If you've got infinite power and you're filled with unconditional love, you're not going to be like, oh my God, Hannah, you selfish moo. I can't believe you're bothering us to ask for a car parking space. And one of the great ones for me was when I had a lady that I did a reading for. And uh, my children were at primary school then, so we have to be there to pick them up. Otherwise, you have the uh, walk of shame with everyone judging you. And the kids get distressed. And um, now I just leave them places because they're fine. They're older. They'll be fine. I can get them at any time. But, um, yeah, I remember doing this lady for a reading and she was devastated at the end. It cracked her open and all of her grief was coming out. And I couldn't just leave. But the thing was, it was 30 minutes later and she was still crying. And I finally, you know, got her okay, and sent her on her way. And I had four minutes to get to school and get get the kids. And I knew at that point, there'd be cars everywhere. And I wouldn't be able to get a space, I'd have to park miles away, I'd have to run in, I knew I was going to be late. And I just felt this calmness come over me, and, and ask. So I asked for a parking space near the school. And I drove to the school thinking I was going to have to do some horrible, horrible turn in the road because, and there was the perfect space opposite the school gates that was easy for me to park in. It wasn't just a space, it was the space. Easy to park in, completely opposite the gates. And I made it on time. And um, that was pretty miraculous to me. I felt like that was a real collaboration, spirit saying, You've really helped somebody for us here. Um, Let us help you make it easier for you. So 
get don't be afraid Avril to ask for the physical things that you need to support your spiritual energetic unfoldment and I hope that that helps when you feel a bit more comfortable and confident with it as you've probably heard me say the only way to prove to yourself that you are communicating with spirit is to then start reading for other people that you don't know and that's a whole nother kettle of fish but that's when you start getting evidence and information for other people that you couldn't possibly know there we go right i'm going to skip a few and go to an easy quick one to answer because we're nearly at the end of time um and i will go to eleanor and karen hall's emails next time so helga Hello, Helga. Hello, I hope you are great. I am, thank you. I hope you are too. I have a question for the podcast. Who are your favourite mediums and why? Now, oh, I have chewed this one over, Helga. Because I think the problem with this is that everybody is human. And it's one of the big things that my ego brings up to me is that when people meet me, are they disappointed? Are they expecting more from me than I give? Am I not magical enough? Am I not exciting enough? Am I a wet lettuce when you were expecting a crispy remain? And it's always a challenge that that part of me and equally it's the same for me and my human with um, mediums my favorite mediums and and why so I've been thinking about this and I've been thinking who for me really encapsulates the the values because for me it's integrity it's being a, a true light worker, not just for the showboaty parts. So for me, it's Lynn Parker, who I interviewed on this podcast, because she helps so many people and she's so understated with it. She's not, look at me, look at me, I'm helping. She's very level, she's very kind, but she will also hold you to account and help you to develop in the right way. And I think that's something really rather marvellous about her. I also like her lack of fluffiness, silliness. I don't know what it is. I don't deal with, I saw a medium once, you know, who spoke in a voice like this and she was waving her hands around in the air. She looked a bit like a pans person from the 70s, you know, just what, what on earth is going on? There? I am receiving an energy and as I move into, you know, I can't be dealing with that rubbish. Um, Lynn Park is just very straight down the line, straight down the line. And um, yeah, that's always rather marvellous for me. I also really have a lot of time um, and love for Jennifer Fezio, who um, is was on the Mediumship Natters panel. She was such a support for me and Laurie Sheridan, both of those two ladies, when we were in the learning group together, they were such wonderful, supportive, giving souls who made me feel when I was nervous and didn't believe in myself that they believed in me. And 
Jennifer was like a bloody cheerleader. I'm hopefully going um, to Texas to, to work with her next September, um, which I'm really, really excited about because she was, it was like having a, a cheerleader with you who believed that you could do it. And there was never a second where she went, well, maybe you're not doing it right or maybe you can't really do this. Or it was just, yep, yeah, it's there. What are you getting? And that absolute belief in me was really marvellous. But also, Helga, I just want to talk about uh, quickly people that are real inspirations to me as just generally. Oh, I have to just mention Tyler Henry. I have to, um, because I really, really did like um, Life After Death on Netflix. I do like Laura Lynn Jackson. Again, very steady, uh, very just this is what I'm receiving. I like that Tyler Henry's mediumship on the Netflix show wasn't perfect. And I thought that was a really wonderful thing to show people. It was good, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't perfect. It wasn't infallible. It wasn't ridiculous because I think sometimes that sort of stereotypical medium that we see on the TV where it's been edited heavily and changed can take away from the truth of the experience so he I have a big shout out for Tyler Henry also because he talked in it about how exhausting it is and the cost to him and that was the first time that I'd ever seen a medium acknowledge that publicly um, and I kept thinking there was something wrong with me that I was going to get better that it was you know, why can't I, why the day after I demonstrate do I feel like I've physically been in a car accident and understanding that actually that's just par for the course and I'm working within that and I really am so grateful that he was vulnerable enough to share that um, on his show. I do wish he'd put the pen down though. <laughs> I, I can't deal with the, um, the scribbly, uh, mainly because again, I'm a Capricorn. I wouldn't let myself off the hook by doing that. I, I don't let myself hold crystals. Um, there's no comfort for me. I'm a hard to myself all the time, for better or for worse. Um, but one of the light workers that I also want to talk about, who's a massive inspiration to me, is Alanis Morissette. Um, and if you've ever listened to A Blaze or Thank You uh, or, or many, many of her songs, they are, she is using her voice to communicate messages from spirit like no one I've ever heard. I mean, a blaze. I don't even know if I can talk to you about it without crying. I sob every time. I play it in my car and I sob and sob and sob because it is like spirit are talking to me. And that is such an inspiration to me to, to bring those really important messages out into the mainstream for everybody to hear. And she is, the vulnerability that she has, the, the way that she shows her heart completely, all of it, unashamedly, I just think is mind-blowingly amazing. So if you haven't, go off and listen to A Blaze and listen to the words. Uh, my mum will be laughing if she's listening to this because yeah, mum, this is from you. <laughs> when we spent our whole childhood going, listen to the words of this, listen to the words of this song, but actually listen to the words of a blaze because it is amazing. And I'm sure when I go to bed later, I'll think of a hundred other mediums that I've forgotten. Um, 
that I really, really value and think are amazing. I mean, I don't really let people, I don't have people on my podcast that I don't agree with their ethics or their integrity. End of. So take your pick from any of those people that I've spoken to because all of them shared their light in amazing ways. I mean, Nick coming on for her first ever step from her very private wall that she'd built and sharing her heart and her story with us. That can't fail to move you, can it? That can't fail to make you think, wow. So any of those people who I've interviewed. There we go. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. Let me know what you think. As always, if you've got questions, comments, podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk. And if you can take the time to leave me a review, you will make me smile. And who doesn't want that? Um, And I will catch up again with you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.